Good morning! And how the devil are we on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday? Oh my goodness me! <clears throat> oh dear me, excuse me. So, um, it's still warm, still hot. Um, should be going to the beach, but me and my sister um, have decided to take our children to the soft play center which is just around the corner from us um it's quite a nice one it's quite a good one um and the kids love it and they run off energy uh, so that's all very good however um the best uh, soft play that i have ever seen is in wales so if you are living in wales or you are taking a trip to wales then this soft play center is called amaze plays so that's amaze as in a-m-a-z-e and plays p-l-a-y-z and um it is the most amazing soft play center ever um it's in um a place called canton cardiff so if you're going to wales or you live in wales head there on a day off or around some you know because it's summer holidays just go there um you will have the most amazing day out so um there's lots of things to do in cardiff anyway but if you've got little kids this is perfect and it's not just got like the soft play um that you you um see it's got like little rooms and one of the rooms is a uh, like a building site with bricks and everything one is a um shop like a greengrocer's um you've got a pl uh, oh um fire station and a police station um so and i'm not sure whether they've actually got a police car but then i know they've got a fire engine that you can sit in honestly it is amazing and the people that run it aren't welsh they are South African, so um, they are lovely, lovely people. Um, so you will just have the most amazing time. And they have like birthday parties and things there as well, if you do live in Wales. Um, it's definitely, definitely worth a visit. So um, unfortunately, I have to go to the one around the corner from me, which is okay. Um, and probably i would think it was an amazing place if i didn't know about this one in wales um so <laughs> um i think you all ought to head to amaze plays in wales in cardiff so have a lovely time there and when you've been there i think you ought to message me and tell me what you think because then I'll be able um, to tell the people that that run it, the, you know, what you thought of it. Um, so, uh, so, yes, please go and have a great time and tell them Sarah said hi. <laughs> um, so, um, I am, that's what I'm going to do today anyway, is my, take my kids to the soft play. Um, not going to do an awful lot else. I thought about some baking this afternoon, but it depends. Um, if it's as hot as it is at the moment, possibly not. So, 
Um, anyway, because I'll be even hotter once we get back from there and probably have a headache as well, <laughs> as all mums normally do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm going to read chapter 23 um, of The Folk of the Faraway Tree um, because they can't get past these horrid trolls, can they? So chapter 23 is called The Land of Knowalls. <clears throat> we better get back up the tree and tell Silky and the others we failed, said Moonface gloomily. Looks to me as if the poor old faraway tree is done for. It's very, very sad. They all went back up the tree and the pixies returned to their homes in the wood. Silky and the girls were very upset to hear that the rabbits hadn't been able to get through the floors of the caves. Heavy stone there, said Joe. No one could burrow through that or even move it. It's bad luck. There's no other way of getting down to the caves at all. Everyone sat and thought. Nobody could think of any plan at all. It isn't that we're stupid, said Moonface. It's just that it's impossible. I suppose we couldn't ask anyone in the land of Knowalls for help, could we? Said Dame Washalot at last. The land of Knowalls? Is that up at the top of the tree now? Said Moonface, looking excited. Yes, didn't you know, said Dame Washalot. I went up there this morning to find out how to do my washing in cold water when I can't get enough hot. Found out all right, too. There's nothing they don't know up there. <gasps> Goodness, perhaps they know how to get down into the caves then, said Moonface. Or maybe they could just give us a key to open the doors. Mm, that won't be much use, said Joe. You can be sure the trolls have put guards at the doors in case we thought of that. And they're well-armed, too. It's only by taking them completely by surprise that we could defeat them. That's true, said Moonface. Well, what about going up into the land of Knowalls? We might get some good advice. There are only five Knowalls, and between them they might know everything. Oh, do let's go now, this very moment, said Connie impatiently. All right, we will, said Joe, and he got up. I'll go and finish my washing, said Dame Washalot, and you'd better see if your cakes are burning, Mrs. Saucepan. You left some in the oven. Oh, my goodness, so I did, said old Mrs. Saucepan, and climbed quickly down the tree. The rest of them wanted to go into the land of Noalls, even the angry pixie, who didn't often go into any of the strange lands. They all went up to the topmost branch and climbed up the yellow ladder through the cloud. They came out into the land of Noalls. It was a small land, so small that it looked as if anyone could fall off the edge quite easily here and there. In the very middle of it, on a steep hill, rose a magnificent glittering palace with so many thousands of windows that it looked like one big shining diamond. From the middle of the palace rose a tremendously tall tower. The children and the others went up 200 steps to the great front door. Then they saw about a thousand attendants lining the hall inside, all dressed in blue and silver. They all bowed to the little company at once, looking like a blue and silver cornfield blown by the wind. <clears throat> so gracefully did they bow at the same moment together. What is your wish? said this thousand attendants, sounding like the wind whispering. We want to see the no-walls, said Moonface. 
They are in the tall tower, said the attendants. Then a hundred of them took the little party to what looked like a small room. But really, it was a lift. Ninety-nine attendants bowed them in. One got in with them and pulled a silver rope. The children and the others gasped as the lift shot up the tower. It went so fast. Up, up and up it went, till the children thought they would really land on the moon. At last the lift slowed down and stopped. The door slid open. The children saw that they had come to the top of the tall tower. It was surrounded on all sides by wide windows, and the children gasped again as they looked out. It looked as if they could see the whole world from those windows. Oceans, seas, land spread out on each side of them and lay glittering in the brightest sunlight they had ever known. Then they saw the five Noels. They were strange, wonderful and peculiar folk, so old that they'd forgotten their youth and so wise that they knew everything. Only their calm, mysterious eyes moved in their old, old faces. One of them spoke, and his voice came from very far away, or so it seemed. You have come to ask for advice? You want to know how to get into the jewel caves? How does he know? whispered Connie to Joe in amazement. Well, he is a know-all, said Joe. Shh, don't talk now. Listen. Moonface stood before the wise know-all and spoke to him. The faraway tree is dying. It is because there are trolls in the jewel caves underground, cutting the roots that give the great tree its life. How, please, know-all, can we get down to the caves and stop them? The wise know-all shut his gleaming mysterious eyes, as if he was thinking or remembering something. He opened them again and looked at Moonface. There is only one way. Your slippery slip goes to the foot of the tree, down its centre. Bore down still further from your slippery slip and you will come out at last, right under the tree, in the centre of its tangled roots. Then you can surprise the trolls and overcome them. Everyone looked thrilled. Of course, if only they could make the slippery slip go deeper down and down and down. They would come out in the middle of the roots. It was a marvellous idea. Thank you so much, wise know-all, said Moonface. Thank you. We will go straight away and follow your advice. The little group of friends bowed to the five strange know-alls with their calm, mysterious eyes. Then they stepped into the lift and the little attendant pulled on the silver rope. Oh, gasped everyone as the lift started moving swiftly downwards. It really seemed as if it were falling. It slowed down at last and the children and everyone else walked out into the vast hall. Down the steps they went and back to the hole in the cloud feeling excited and a little strange. The five know-alls always made people feel strange. Well, said Moonface, when they were safely in his curved room and were beginning to feel a little more ordinary. Well, now we know what to do. The next thing is, how do we bore a hole 
down through the rest of the tree to its roots. I haven't any tools big enough to do that. You know, said Silky suddenly. You know, Moonface, there's a caterpillar belonging to a goat moth that bores tunnels in the trunks of trees. I know because I've seen one. It had made quite a burrow in the wood of the tree and it lived there by itself until it was time to come out and turn into a chrysalis. Then, of course, it changed into a big goat moth. Surely you don't think that a little caterpillar could burrow down this big tree, said Joe. Well, if Moonface could get about 12 of these goat moth caterpillars and could make them ever so much bigger, they could easily eat their way down and make way for us, said Silky. Moonface slapped his knee hard and made everybody jump. Silky's got the right idea, he said. That's just what we'll do. We can easily make the caterpillars large. Then they can burrow down fast. Oh, Silky, you're really very clever. Silky blushed. It wasn't often she had better ideas than Moonface, but this time she really had thought of something good. Now, we'll have to find out where any goat moth caterpillars are, said Moonface. What tree do they usually burrow in, Silky? There's one in the big elm tree and two or three in the willows by the stream and some in the poplars at the other side of the wood, said Silky. I'll go and get them if you like. They smell a bit horrid, you know. Yeah, like goats, don't they, said What's-His-Name. They're funny creatures. They live for three years in the trunks of the trees, eating the wood. Funny taste some creatures have. Go and get some, Silky. Take a box with you. Silky sped off on her errand, taking a big box from Moonface's curved cupboard. Joe looked at the time. I really think we should go, Moonface, he said. It's getting very late. I suppose Silky will bring back the caterpillars soon, and you'll make them enormous and set them to work tonight. We'll come back tomorrow morning and see how you're getting on. I shall rub the caterpillars with growing magic when Silky brings them, said Moonface. But... It will take them all night to grow to the right size. I shall probably set them to work after breakfast, Joe. So come then. Joe and the girls slid down the slippery slip, shot out of the trapdoor and made their way home. They were tired, but very thrilled. Oh, how they hoped they could defeat those trolls and perhaps save the dear old faraway tree. We'll go back tomorrow. First thing after breakfast, said Joe. I expect old Moonface will have worked out some brilliant plan by then. I only hope we punish those bad trolls properly. Fancy not caring if they killed the faraway tree or not. I can hardly wait for tomorrow, sighed Connie. I really don't think I can. But she had to, of course. And tomorrow came at last, as it always does. What was going to happen then? Wow. Well, what do you think happens? Do you think they save the faraway tree? I really hope so. Um, Because what will happen? All the people that live there, well, they'll just have to find new homes. But nobody will be able to get up into any lands, will they? So we need them to save it and we need them to punish those awful trolls who are killing it off. So, 
that is the end of chapter 23. Tomorrow we will find out more in chapter 24. So, come back and join me then. After I have run riot with my children in the soft play centre. <laughs> oh my goodness me. So, um, yeah, don't forget Canton in Cardiff, which is in Wales, and the best soft play centre ever um, is run by two very, very lovely people. Um, and they're South African people. Um, they are just wonderful. So if you are there, go and see them and say hi from Sarah. <laughs> um, and the place is called Amaze Plays. And it's just perfect. Perfect for a day out. So um, go and have fun. Fun, fun, fun. And I will see you all again tomorrow. But don't forget, message me if you go so that I can let them know what you thought. Anyway, I'm going to go and I will see you all again tomorrow. So make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. So bye for now.